Sunday edition. Thanks to everybody who's been listening to the pod, to the podcast episode on Hunter x Hunter that I just did. If you look at it and you don't know what Hunter x Hunter is, or you've only just heard of it, and you're like, why is this episode freaking an hour and 40 minutes? Trust me, just listen to it. That show is one of the, like, that show is one of the original big shonen shows. So, or a remake of it, rather, or a reboot of it, rather. It is, how should I put this? It is worth the amount of time I spent on it, trust me. And, um, on that note, what I want to talk about today is, I want to talk about the algorithm. And you're probably like, what do you mean the algorithm? Which the algorithm? The one that runs Twitter, the one that runs TikTok, the one that runs, you know, YouTube, any of it. I want to talk about the algorithms that run specifically Netflix and what, and what that, specifically Netflix, but also things like, there's probably algorithmically, algorithmic stuff in Things like Crunchyroll, things like Funimation, High Dive, they probably all have some amount of algorithmic generation in them, but it's not, it's not as aggressive as something like Netflix, so I'm going to use Netflix as the primary thought process, but you can apply this to like any, you can apply my thoughts here probably to any algorithm, not even around anime. Um... So the Japanese head of Netflix, the head of Netflix Japan, recently said that like anime is a, is a huge part of Netflix's growth, and the reason for that is that Netflix has recognized something about TV that most places just don't. That let's say HBO. HBO as a company probably does, but HBO as a property doesn't. And what Netflix has realized is that, like, the way you're successful in TV now, because you can be successful on so much of a smaller piece of the pie, because the pie is so it's so much bigger than you were when there were, like, three networks and, uh, um... And uh, whatever the company that counts people, um, the name for it specifically, um, that counts people's viewership numbers under box under everybody's TV. And what that means is the way you can most reliably get good viewership numbers is you make pretty niche programming that people will either subscribe to your service for, or if they already have it, they'll they'll keep the service for it. So, give you an idea. There's a general rule at Netflix, and that is everything, everything unless it performs uniquely badly, gets two seasons. And what that means, it, what that means is 
It's like everything gets two seasons. And that has recently turned against us in, um, I was watching, oh, that recently turned against us, I suspect, most likely in Pacific Rim, The Black. And when I talk about that show, you can go listen to that episode in the feed. I said that it didn't have enough room to breathe. It didn't feel like, it didn't feel like it could conclude in the amount of episodes that they were giving us, but it, um, it feels like it, like, unless, like I said, unless it performed uniquely badly, which I'm betting it didn't, it will get another season, so you'll get more out of it, and that is a case of the creators planning for that in advance, and just not hitting the right not hitting the right feel in terms of, um, in terms of the, in, t- in terms of the pacing. Like, the, it just, that show feel mispaced by the end. And what, but what that also means is that they could, they'll produce intensely niche things for, not a handful of subscribers, but a but the only a couple thousand subscribers might watch and enjoy, and it will get another season. Well, what that helps them do is it helps them train their algorithm to recommend things to to those viewers and people like those viewers, aka you and me, to keep you watching. So it's not necessarily a bad thing if only, say, 100,000 people watch something when Netflix has, like, millions of has billions of subscribers, I'm pretty sure. It's more that they now, they can now fine-tune the algorithm specifically to each one of those 100,000 people to keep them on the service. Um, and generally the way people think about the like two season rule is you get, it's that the show gets one season to get you to sign up and then another season to keep you there. And for a long, and another negative of that two season thing is for a long time people believed that things would only have two seasons, that would, that concept would broken pretty quickly with House of Cards and Orange is New Black, but it, it's just the other big, one of the other big concerns is that Netflix in many cases in terms of anime is licensing things, and what that looks like is like, say, Funimation, or actually it probably looks most like Crunchyroll licensing something. Crunchyroll, if you do, if you dig into Crunchyroll, actually you don't have to even really dig. Let's say you go to Crunchyroll and you go to Doctor Stone. You click on the Seasons tab, and this is true for a couple other shows on there, on on there, um, on on there rather. But you'll see things like um, like. German dub, French dub, all this other stuff, and that means that they have licensed 
that show in all of these other countries. Or, or licensed to show in, in that language exclusively, at least in America. What that translates to for um, Netflix is there are certain shows that are on Netflix but only in certain countries, and there are certain shows that are, are on Netflix in other countries that it's, it's software just knows not to serve to people in America. So, perfect example, the, um, the reboot of Shaman King, which starts very differently than the original Shaman King and then gets into more familiar territory pretty quickly, um, is not a American Netflix show. It's a weekly Japanese Netflix licensing deal. Like, it, you can go online right now and you can find a schedule for that thing. Of like when it when it airs on all of these different um, cable TV channels in Japan, and also when it airs on Netflix in Japan, and it it airs the new episodes weekly. I watched the first ten minutes of the episode because fun thing about Netflix Japan, it doesn't give you English subtitles, <laughs> and on that note. I, my friend Lauren, who I do the um, who I do the Uncanny Courage podcast with, one day was like one day a while ago, like years ago, was looking at my when we all still use Facebook and it felt normal, at least somewhat normal or somewhat inevitable rather. It's probably the better description there. She was looking at she was looking at my Facebook feed and she goes, Alex, why is your Facebook feed so much? better than mine and what I said to her was because I'm aware of because I like curate it and I'm like aware of how to curate it and all that other stuff and what I meant to, and what I meant by that was I, I I pay attention to what I like and what I don't like on social media because that's how they that's one of the big points of the algorithm being like hey he likes those videos. So let's say you're on TikTok and you don't, and, and you watch a whole bunch of a kind of video and you're like, why am I getting almost exclusively these now? It's because you've watched that kind and you've liked that kind. And so you kind of, if you want to continue to see odd stuff, you have to continue to like odd stuff. And it, the thing about um, Netflix that you can do to help train the algorithm to you is you can rate shows. You can say, like, I really like this show or I really hated this show. Or you can not watch shows. So, like, if you only like, if you don't think you're going to like something after, let's say, the first episode, the first three episodes, just don't watch it. Just don't watch it. Because uh, they are so. They are so mathematically, algorithmically based that that stuff does have a purpose. It does have a purpose and a goal. Um, like I said earlier, the one big kink in this is that they are a 
you know, a traditional content licensor as well. So no matter how much we want, you know, one thing, it may not be that they don't want to give it to us, although Netflix is is such a binge model, is turned into such a binge model of a show, of a service, that they probably don't want to give it to, give stuff to people um, before before they can give them everything at once, that there are cases where they probably aren't able to because of the way their licensing deal is structured. And if I had to guess, I would think that Netflix is very aware that the um, Japanese arm of Netflix is very aware of the people they're dealing with and of what those studios need or want to do to make the most money from their productions. And that's one of the reasons why they don't push, like, hey, we want this to air day and date on American Netflix. And that combined with their, like, um, with their streaming goal, which is to get you to sit down and binge something straight is more than likely the reason that they don't that, that they don't switch to a weekly model like something like Crunchyroll or Funimation, and also that that model requires a lot more a lot more churn and a lot more specific um a lot more specific people to be employed. So if you look at something like um, Crunchyroll, for example. They premiere episodes and then they premiere dub episodes like a week later. And that's just, that week is literally, they're polishing everything up, they're dubbing the episode, all this other stuff, so they can, so it can exist. That week is not spent like, oh, just a delay, because we think it's business savvy. Sorry, it is a, it is like what they need to produce the thing because the English voice acting just doesn't, doesn't just happen. It has to be planned. You have to like, you know, map out studio, studio time, all this stuff. And one of the things that you can absolutely guarantee is that Netflix, if they can help it, does not want to show you the American an American viewer subtitle anime. They they want to give you the option to watch it if that's what you prefer, if that's what you're into, but they'd rather show you by default dubbed anime. And the reason they'd rather show you it by default is because they know that they can and the algorithm and to bring it back to the algorithm, the algorithm has proven out that the majority of people will watch more of their anime offering if it's if it's dubbed. And I'll I'll fess up to the fact that like I watch if I'm watching something and either I'm not in the mood to watch it subtitled or it's not a show that I would want to watch subtitled. I'll see if there's a dub version, and if there's not, lots of times I'll 
you know, switch what I'm watching because I don't, simply because I don't want to pay the kind of intense attention that you pay when you're reading subtitles, that makes any sense. Or I'm like, I don't, I'm so tired, I don't want to, like, have to be in focus in that hard. And Netflix's goal and the algorithm's goal is to give you stuff that's easy to watch. It, they're, and to be clear, that's very different from, say, Hulu's, Hulu's algorithmic goals or, um, Certainly Crunchyroll or Funimation. Those are more like recommendation systems. So think like, oh, you like this, then you'll like this. It's not, oh, we're dialing in every single inch of everything. It's this stuff is is from this genre or it's got some of the same production staff. So we're serving, we're serving it up to you, we're serving it up to you, or from the same time period. Like, um, you know, if you watch Trigun, you'll probably get recommended Outlaw Star. (laughs) Because from the same time period, it adds some of the same, like, 90s tudes, so to speak. Um, and that's really where I want to leave it, because I think that, I think that, unfortunately, media literacy now requires that you have a kind of technological literacy, and you know, you know that you're being, you know that you're being sold to by a computer when you're watching, you know, the first, the first, like, I think four three or four seasons of Hunter x Hunter on, um, on, let's say you're watching the first four, three or four seasons of Hunter x Hunter on, what's it called? Um, Netflix, which I think there's four seasons of it up on Netflix, I'm pretty sure at least. Let's say you watch that. The, the algorithm in Netflix is, is taking that into account and it's piling everything up it's piling up a whole list around that when you scroll through Netflix at some point, you'll see, oh, because you watch Hunter x Hunter, here are all these other things that we think you'll enjoy. And part of the, part of, part of the reason you need to have literacy around that is because if you're aware of it, you can manipulate it to get, to get to things you wouldn't see otherwise. And if you're aware of it, you you can break, but more importantly, you can break out of what the algorithm is showing you, if that makes any sense. You can say, like, oh, no, I need to watch something very different that I'll still enjoy, but that won't be along the same track as, say, like, what I just watched. So I won't get myself in, like, a weird hole. And I know that's a weird way of thinking about, like, media viewing. But I think it's a smart way, and I think it will make... I think it has made me... Well, I know it's made me. And I think it will make you, the listener, happier with what you've seen as a whole. On that note, 
My name has been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio. If you like this, if you like this episode, you can subscribe to the podcast. Um, and new episodes come out every Thursday and Sunday. Thursday is a more single show, single movie review kind of episode. Sunday is more of a relaxed, um, kind of metatextual conversation about the industry or about, you know, anime production or something like that. So, um, until Thursday, I've been, I've been Alex, you've been listening to Lunchbox Radio, and I'll talk to you then.